Hello everybody, welcome back to the Midweek Remedy with me, James Thacker. I hope you're well. I'm recording this on Monday night, the 24th of May. Hope you're doing alright, hope your week's going okay. It's, today's been a bit of a weird one for me. I, I, I won't lie to you, I won't lie to you. So, Sunday, I was extremely hungover after going out on Saturday night, um, then just sank into the sofa watching all the sport that they could possibly throw at me on Sky Sports. Very much enjoyed that and Spurs just about managing to win. Thank you. Watched the Monaco Grand Prix, which actually, as much as it's hyped up, I don't think it necessarily lives up to the hype because there's no overtaking. It's quite a tight track. The only interesting thing was that Bottas, I think, had to pit and then they couldn't get like a wheel nut off. So then he had to come out of the race and then Mercedes were blowing up. But apart from that, it wasn't massively interesting other than watching Serena Williams fail to wave for checkered flag. <laughs> that was that was quite entertaining. And then it moved on to the football, obviously, which Spurs won by the skin of our teeth. I missed the second half, though, because I actually was fortunate enough to have my first COVID jab, which was hap- well, it happened fortuitously. Dad went to go get his second one and he said while he was there, um, you know, my son hasn't had his first one yet is there any way he could squeeze him in so they said yeah as long as he can get here in five minutes so there's me and mum off we go bang straight in um, and the whole thing took about 20 minutes um, all you have to do is kind of fill in your NHS details tell them you know all, you know where you live all of that kind of stuff and then before you know it just bang straight in I was like all right okay that's quite deep but yeah all right didn't hurt and then didn't hurt uh, <laughs> and then uh, they just make you sit there for 15 minutes to make sure you don't have any side effects and then away you go. Only side effects today, I haven't felt run down or anything, I haven't felt tired. I think my parents have felt a little bit run down today, but the only side effects I've had is just slight bruising where they put a needle in me, which is, I guess is is pretty uh, pretty intuitive. But um, yeah, so happy that that's done now. I've had the Pfizer one, which apparently is the one that's more resistant to the Indian variant as well. So fingers crossed when I want to go down to South Africa later this year and hopefully get abroad, then I shall be a bit more resistant. But honestly, at this point, who the hell knows what's going to go on? Who who actually knows? So today, I just have had to deal with a bit of pain in my shoulders, which I just needed to take some man-up pills and crack on pretty much. So that's that's, <laughs> that's all that's been happening in that regard. Um, other than that, I've been in high spirits apart from seeing something that really did upset me. And I am quite jovial, but I did put a TikTok out earlier today because it was just something I felt like, again, I like to use my voice to spread the good message. I like, you know, the reason why I started this podcast was to spread positivity. I also want to, you know, spread awareness around causes that I believe in, things like mental health, things like, you know, raising awareness around racial injustice and, social issues in the world um, because there's something that I'm I'm passionate about and I want to learn about more and want to speak about more because I think that there is definitely the case where things are swept under the carpet way too easily, um, especially in the UK, and we kind of just bury it and, and no one really talks about it and no real progress is made. And something that came out, and I'm assuming that this happened over the weekend, I don't really know, but a, a black bouncer at a... Uh, I think it was a pub or a nightclub, um, was racially abused by just such a 
vile human being. I wanted to say lady, but just a, a creature. Um, and she, I don't know what the actual full context of the situation is. Now you see a snippet of the video, obviously there'd have, there'd been some previous and I don't understand why she was getting so angry, but she was obviously intoxicated and she got heated to the point where I think there was some shoving. She shoved the bouncer. There was like a physical altercation. I don't really know what sparked it because it was out of shot. And then she turned around and essentially called the guy at the N word. And it just said it was such malice. And for me, it kind of, the thing is it's, it's really disappointing. It's not surprising because as much as Boris Johnson and 10 Downing Street like to say that we're making such great progress in this country around racism, we're not. Now, you know, from all the protests that have happened, Black Lives Matter movements, from, you know, the the sporting protests uh, and, and general conversation that's happened out the back of it, not enough action has been taken. And I suppose at least, I mean, this this person has been reprimanded now. I, I heard on the radio earlier that she has been arrested. Now, I don't know what the follow-up's going to be. I don't know what the charges are going to be put against. I don't. I really don't know what's going to happen. Um, but I'm glad at least it's caught some attention of the news and that hopefully this should be an example of how th- that kind of behaviour is not tolerated or shouldn't be tolerated at all. Um, I think one one observation I made was that it was disappointing to see how little people jumped to the defence of the guy or to go in and say she'd done wrong straight away. They kind of were just on looking and observing. And that for me is, again, the part of the problem. If you hear, if you hear racist abuse like that, then it's on us to be allies, to go and you know put them right and make them feel supported in that instant. Because to be racially abused and to be discriminated for the colour of your skin is something that I've never encountered, obviously, but I can imagine, and from what I've read about, is it's an extremely isolating um, event and thing to happen and something that can cause extreme emotional turmoil, anger. And in those moments, we need to be there for people who are suffering that abuse because you know, it, I think you feel in that moment that the world would be closing in on you because it is such a horrible thing to happen. I know that some people may think, oh, well, you know, that's that's quite an emotional way to describe about how, you know, words are landing on the ears. But you don't know. You don't know the history of that individual person. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know their past experiences. You know, the the, the way that that lands on your ears, the way that, you know, those words resonate with you could could really send someone into a complete spiral. And the, the fact that people just kind of stood there and like carried on their conversations like nothing had happened was, again, really disappointing. But again, not necessarily surprising because I think there's just such a laissez-faire attitude to racism in this country where we're kind of just like, oh, well, if I don't say anything, if I kind of just keep my head down, then I can't get called on. I can't come into, um, I suppose, disrepute. I, I don't know. People may be as scared of sticking their neck on the line. And I just think together we need to be more vocal when these things happen hopefully these things get stamped out altogether and it's examples like this where this person has now been reprimanded where it will stop this behavior happening in the future however you know i don't think it will until more drastic action happens now the woman the woman in question did put something out on instagram which 
I saw and again took massive issue with the apology um, that she put out there. It was super half-assed and also didn't make any sense because she said, oh, how can I be a racist? I have black co-worker friends and I've dated black people in the past, but you said a horrible, offensive, racist slur. Like, I don't understand how you can think that that excuses you from what, what you've said. You just need to wholeheartedly apologise and absolutely accept what's coming to you at that stage. You've done wrong. You need to accept it. Move on. And then she said something about what was it, whatever happened to freedom of speech. I mean, that one is just, what a lame, stupid thing to say after you've been caught saying something like that it's um it's baffling really because freedom of speech does not include hate speech and racial racial discrimination against someone else that you know you can't just say whatever you like without consequences especially when it comes to infringing on someone else's free will which is something that i am massively passionate about i feel like people in life you can go and maximise your happiness in your whole life as long as you aren't infringing on anyone else's free will and doing wrong to others, then you're pretty much free to go and do what you like. The fact that she felt the need to go and say something like that and, you know, you, you don't know how it's affected this guy. He put up in his story, he's really grateful for, for the support that he's received. I think the, the clip has seen about... 5 million views and so it's gathered a lot of momentum today and he he's received you know ridiculous amounts of support and but um it doesn't it doesn't stop the fact that it's happened and i just hope going forward that as grad, you know as generations go forward we can become more educated as a society we can start holding each other accountable more speak out when these things happen and just not deem it as acceptable it's never okay it's never funny it's never clever um so it it just has to end anyway that's that's all i'm going to say because i know these midweek remedies i want it to be a bit lighter um but it's just something that i felt like i had to say because it's important um i had a rugby game at the weekend it went okay i think personally reflecting on the game i could have done better in the first half i then came back on and scored a try a little, it wasn't anything dramatic. It was just bursting over from five meters. So I don't tend to score too many breakaway tries. Unfortunately, these days they're a little bit boring and kind of just shoving over from five meters. They don't look particularly pretty, but they feel good all the same. So it was always nice to uh, to get my name on the, on the score sheet, and we came away with the win against the Berry side. That you know we, we've played them twice now in the last couple of weeks. We, we have one more game next week, which unfortunately I'm going to miss uh, because I am actually at the Belfry with my dad for his 60th birthday, which I booked for him back in December, which I'm very excited about. And I've just come from the driving range today. The first thing I said when I came back through the door, yeah, dad's not got anything to worry about. <laughs> I'm blaming the shoulders today, but come Saturday, I'll have no excuse. But um, yeah, so Barry have put up a really good fight. I I think we've treated this as like a little mini series and in a very kind of topical year for rugby series i.e. the Lions. It was quite quite a cool thing. Um, we've had all the boys have been mixed in. It's been really a really great learning experience, I think, to to learn to play with different people and be thrown in with different combinations. It's been good for us. It's been good for us as rugby players to go and learn and, and be in a position of uncomfortable um, uncomfortableness, if that's a word, to go and play in a kind of formation or, or teams that you haven't played in before and react and solve problems on the pitch where 
the games aren't still they they still aren't uh, you know for there's still no scrums. The games are a bit quicker because there's just loads of tap and goes and uh, it's a different it's a different game to rugby. Um, well, you know it's an adapted version. So it's it's been a good experience for us, and you know, obviously, really good to keep play against the same guys week and week because you get a little get a few rivalries here and there. Always good to uh, heat the game up. So, yeah, obviously, I wish the Stortford boys all the best for this weekend. Um, gutted that I can't play, but hopefully, it will be involved in next week's game, next Friday's game, whenever uh, I think, whenever that's scheduled to play. But yeah, just so again, I, I've said this last podcast. It's so great to be back out there and doing something that we love. You can just tell that the general mood and is, is so uplifting and even being in the changing room together listening to music um you know before the game and, and getting amped up it, you can feel like the energy is coming back for a lot of people and I think it's come at such a great time especially as the weather's so rubbish at the moment I mean see talk about seasonal affected disorder I mean it's now the end of May and it's still absolutely tanking it down if you don't live in the UK then you <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think you can appreciate how depressing it can be sometimes with this weather. I mean, it's been great, great, great. But then has flashes of sunshine, gives us a little bit of hope, and then starts bucketing it down again. So uh, unfortunately, that's life at the minute in the UK. Hopefully, the sun comes out at some point. It has to. It has to. Right? Please, please, grow some confidence, sun. Out you come. And then uh, one other thing I wanted to talk about: how good. And sorry for any non-golf fans, but. How good Phil Mickelson at the age of 50 or 51 won the US PGA Championship yesterday after a fantastic performance. And obviously, without going too much into the actual golf, I just loved the whole atmosphere. I loved the fact that people got so excited that golf was back and crowds were back and the way that they all swarmed and followed Phil down the 18th was really, really cool. The course looked absolutely gorgeous. And it was one of those ones where I thought, I wish... I was good enough to play on that course, hopefully one day, but I'm not I'm not holding my breath. But it was really cool to see. And he's just the coolest bloke. He just really is. He had the shades on. He's got a glorious tan. Everyone's loving him. And then he, I remember he chipped in from the bunker on the third. For I think it was for a birdie. The whole crowd's gone up and he just gave a really nice, he lifted his arm up and just gave a really nice fist pump, thumbs up. He just he's the cool. I'm majorly man crushing on Phil right now, but yeah. So well done to him. One thing that did grind my gears, and it's something that is. I mean, it's, it's part of society now, so I guess I have to learn to accept it to a degree. But if you are listening to this, may I just make one plea? If you're going to a sport event, a gallery, something that's a unique experience, and you're only there once. Please, 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 as the event, as the experience is happening, do not see it first time, for the first time, through a phone screen. Now, the reason why I say this is because at the PGA, at the golf event, you see every single one, you know, bar a few of the spectators that were watching, all recording it on their phones, all taking pictures. And you can probably guarantee that that's for the reason that they're going to put it on social media or send it to their friends. And let me tell you something, the amount of times that you're going to watch that back, you can probably count on your hand. Also, people can get way better footage of what happened on YouTube, on Sky, wherever you watch the official footage, I promise you that is better than what you're recording on your little phone. So why don't you just save yourself the, you know, 
say, well, I want to say save yourself the money because I feel like if you're watching that in your on the screen, then why would you not just watch it at home? If you're going to an event, if you're going and I say gallery as well, I'll come back to that in a minute. But if you're going to a sports event, and I've seen this before as well, I went to Wembley to watch a Champions League game, and there's a guy with a GoPro who recorded the entire game. Why? Why? Who? When in your life are you going to watch some grainy GoPro footage of 90 minutes of football? I don't even think he supported Spurs. When are you going to watch that? Well, who is that for? Like people can get highlights like professionally edited by unbelievable. Why are you recording it on a GoPro? It seems crazy to me. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm wrong in this. If I'm wrong in this, then comment down below. But I don't think I am because I do. I, th- I feel like whilst we're here on Earth, go and experience stuff. Go and see it with your eyes, like ingest it, just be in the moment, be present, forget the phone, forget social media. You know, people will believe you're there. If you've got the ticket, then people, if you say, oh, I was there for that moment, people will go, oh, really? Wow, that's amazing. You don't need to show them that you were there for Phil Mickelson's part. Just experience it, live it. That's the reason why you bought the ticket. Go and watch it with your eyes. Don't worry about the phone. I know it's difficult because there's such a pressure to be relevant or to post cool stuff because you want to be seen as cool and socially accepted. And sometimes I feel guilty of that when I, you know, post on social media and I probably look at that too much. But when you're at an event or, you know, somewhere where you're getting such a unique experience that you really need to be treasured, I think sometimes just take a moment to gain a bit of perspective and just, just be in the moment. And, yeah, I, I I I think about a time when I was interrailing with my brother, and it's a, a similar story to this. Um, we went to the La Louvre, um, which is where Mona Lisa lives, and I remember going in there, and obviously controversial, maybe not controversial opinion amongst art lovers. I mean, I can't claim to know that much about art, but from what my brother said, he knows a significant amount of, more than me. The story behind Mona Lisa is actually a lot more impressive than the picture itself. Um, I think the reason why it's so expensive is because it got lost or stolen and it was recovered and uh, there's a, there a whole backstory behind it. Go go check it out. Um, it's definitely worth knowing. But the picture itself isn't actually that impressive. There's just a lot. There's a big story behind it. But when I was walking into the room in the gallery where the picture was, I saw so many people. The first, the first time they saw the Mona Lisa was through their camera screen, and you're right there in the room. And for me, I was like, "Wow, that's really where society's gotten. Where we're looking first in, you know, first at these amazing things through our camera screen, not with our eyes, not actually absorbing, not, you know." The reason why you take pictures, the reason why you take videos of things is to recall memories from experiences you've had, not for that to be the experience itself. So why are you taking pictures? Because you can get a picture online. You can get copies of it. You can see that. I mean, how many pictures do you think have been taken of the Mona Lisa? You're not unique in that. So why don't you just go? And this doesn't just go for Mona Lisa. This, This is something that applies to everything. Why don't you go and just enjoy it for the reason why you went to that gallery? And if you're going for false pretenses, if you're going for superficial reasons, then maybe just step back and have a look at like, okay, why do I value 
the opinion of other people who I'm going to show this to more than my own experience, my own time. Um, so yeah, there's my little rant. I hope you enjoyed that. Oh, one thing before I forget, something really cool I learned on TikTok. Now, unfortunately, the people that are listening to this on the podcast aren't going to be able to see my face, but I promise you it's true. So just bear with me. On TikTok, they said instead, when you're posing for pictures in the future, people in this, especially in the UK, I know in America as well, English speaking countries, we all got taught as a child to say cheese, like, and and that kind of gives a wide grin. Now, this guy said instead of saying cheese, you should say yeah. And I know, I know that wasn't a particularly good picture then. I don't have that great teeth. So, you know, but say yeah instead of cheese. Just try it. I tried it earlier with a couple of pictures and I'm probably embarrassing myself here, but just prom- seriously, try it. Say yeah instead of cheese, but like yeah, with not with your mouth wide open, like yeah with your teeth. <laughs> with the teeth together honestly this is such such a weird podcast but just you just try it don't show me the results because i don't actually care but there you go bit of tiktok wisdom enjoy anyway that was a weird one wasn't it we went down uh we, we went down some rabbit holes um yeah have a fantastic rest of the week if you haven't already go check out the a podcast I did with Ollie Warren around his route into business as a young business owner. It was genuinely probably the most enjoyable podcast I've done. Um, no disrespect to the others, but I think it was just the one that I'd like done the best. I think the other one, you know, everyone that's come on so far in terms of the guests have been fantastic. But I just think all around, like, um, I was I was the happiest with that, and obviously as my skills grow and editing skills grow, I'm still learning this as a craft, like as you know, podcasting skills. Um, I just you know I'm, I'm enjoying the process of of learning and perfecting these skills. Now, not, they're not perfect yet. I've still got so much more to learn, but um, I was really proud of that one. So, if you want to go listen to that, go for it. I hope you enjoy it. If you do enjoy the podcast and you think that someone else may enjoy it as well then why don't you pass it on to them, grow the community, that would be really appreciated. And if you could subscribe on YouTube, check out on uh, Thacker Sunday Hangover. Instagram is also the same, at Thacker Sunday Hangover. Go comment on this post. If you have any kind of comments on what I said today, um, if there's any thoughts, I always love to hear them. So, you know, let's, let's have the conversation. But otherwise, people, thank you very much for joining me on this midweek remedy. I hope this has been remedying for you (laughs) and uh, you have a fantastic rest of the week bye bye now i'll be seeing you happy to say